My Little Organic Garden, or My Log, was founded by Dunya Merrill Georgievic in 2010. Then in 2013, on a retreat in Santa Barbara for the Living Beauties, Dunya and I met. We talked about how to achieve optimum health. Dunya is a filmmaker and a master organic gardener. I, Anne Myra, also known as Annie Walton Teeter, I'm a singer-songwriter, a children's book author, and a writer, as well as a visual artist. We believe that art is life and that life is art. So let's plant some seeds in this fertile soil and thrive. We decided to join forces to discuss everything from plant-based meals to Juice Plus and our tower gardens. We want to give back and save the planet and the inhabitants on it, humans, creatures. We hope to learn to give and receive and inspire girls and women to reach for the stars because we're all made of stardust after all. My log is a beautiful metaphor for making the garden of life and sharing our bounty. Dig it. Please follow us on Instagram at My Little Organic Garden or on Facebook or our website is MyLittleOrganicGarden.com. Annie? Hello. Hi. How, How are, are you, you doing today? I'm good. I'm uh, very energized. Uh, I had some, I had some challenges, some decisions uh, with my business, Girls in Focus, and had to make a pivot. And so I was very stuck uh, the last few days, and I mulled it over. I called a friend who I um, really respect and she brainstormed with me and it definitely made me kind of move through the problem that I wasn't even aware was really weighing weighing heavily on me and I felt very unmotivated and there was so much to do. So anyway, so I'm feeling energized because I saw a little Oh, good. Great. I'm glad that you were able to lean on a friend and then find out a solution. That's yeah. what friends are for. <laughs> well, yeah. And asking for help. And, you know, it definitely is the, in this scenario, is like, was the key to this little breakthrough. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, I, I do feel like it's a, it can be a very lonely uh, place because you get to make all the decisions, which is great most of the time, but then you have to make all the decisions, which is hard sometimes. Yes, and, definitely. And, and it's important yeah. to ask for help and support when you need it. Yes. And we've been at it, you know, as you well know, I've talked a lot about the nonprofit Girls in Focus going on our fourth year. And, you know, I didn't really set out necessarily 
to start a nonprofit. It kind of worked out that way, but I'm so grateful because as a nonprofit, you're required to have a board of directors. That's kind of how it's structured. And so my board in many ways has been my community in running this business. And we've all kind of gotten in a little bit of a rut. So calling a friend that was sort of from the outside had a totally, you know, fresh perspective and hasn't been kind of set in all the ways was just what I needed. So, so yeah, anyway. Well, congratulations. So, That's great. I also, it brings me to the fact that this resource is called art21.org. It's also a nonprofit. It's for educators. It's about artists and filmmakers and all their, all their videos are free for viewing on their website. And I went down the gamut and looked at many of the different artists' films, and they're beautiful, and they're all different lengths. Like, some are just two minutes, some are 20 minutes, and yeah, it was really inspiring. You might want to check it out. It would it's also use it as a resource for Girls in Focus, because it's, it's really inspiring. And, and really- what, I'm so, I'm sorry, is it just... Um- is it like a series of videos on art or I'm not clear what it is? Yes, it's about artists, all different kinds of creativity. It could be music, it could be visual arts, it could be filmmaking. It's nice. I would definitely check it out if you nice. are not aware of, of it. Yeah, no, I ha- I'm not. And it's nice. That, that's a great thing to look at. So along those lines, I want to just kind of finish... Um, yeah, my thought of uh, the Girls in Focus summer program. One of the things that my it's been my dream to do from the very get go is actually to have a of twenty four seven like sleepover retreat for the entirety of the program like and have camp. some yeah well like that. a camp but not a camp a camp right. you kind of assume you're on in some on some you know some uh college like some campus and that you're in some sort of dorms and I mean I don't know that's my association with camp but I had more of um since our program is so elevated in the terms of the high level of professionals that come and teach the camp and since this program this year it's basically our pilot program in person and it's the first time we'll be on a film studio lot shooting and doing the whole program so it's not really a I don't like to call it a camp because it is of such a high sort of professional level and it's very much workshop than a workshop well it's a three-week camp so I don't know it's many workshops there's workshops every single day so it's for instance I went to Yale summer intensive which was three weeks also and you go and you stay in a dorm and you go to Yale theater department and I was taught directing how to direct at Yale I did right that. right yeah. amazing you never told me that I'm oh sure yeah that it was, was phenomenal incredible. I loved it, it was yeah. great so that's what we're going to be doing we're going to have some very high level people teaching things like that like everything from writing directing acting camera right. editing that's all great. of it and the evenings, you know, it's a it's a day program. And I think for next year, for 2024, we'll look to have 
an overnight program where the whole group actually, you know, maybe we'll get a huge Airbnb house where everyone can stay or yeah, we'll so have it to could be a summer intensive. That sounds so, wonderful. Well, it yeah. is a summer intensive well, already. Right. So that's what I it know, is. But it is already. But it, but the one for next year could be. Yeah. An so what I wanted to say is that we did. I did come to the conclusion that I'm going to offer um, overnight. uh you know, accommodations for those people who do want to come from out of town to do the, so I will customize it for depending on who it is, somewhere close by and get transportation, but then it'll still be a day program for those people in the area who are local. So that was kind of my aha moment and that I can sort of compromise and then hopefully, you know, have it be really a collective um experience next year where everyone gets to come from you know all over probably all over the world to yeah that's so exciting it could be global you know yes so that's that was my process thinking process with it and I still want to say there's still a 20 percent discount going on right now so it's still an opportunity to get a little bit of an early bird uh, pricing for the program with with the limited space that we have. Um, so how are you doing? What's new with you? Yes, folks. So just to reiterate, that's a shout out for Girls in Focus summer program this summer. And please, there's a little bit of a spring discount. Sign up at www.girls-in-focus.com. Thank you. Um, I am really well. I actually had the pleasure of going and watching this Art 21 film on my professor at CalArts named Charles Gaines. And that was stunning. I really enjoyed it. And while I was there, I went up to the L.A. Philharmonic bookstore and I bought a little book or their little gift store and I bought a book on by Quincy Jones called the 12 notes on life and creativity which I just finished reading last night and I absolutely loved it Quincy Jones is such a phenomenal human being who also has believe it or not experienced several near-death experiences and he's 88 years old and he's still ticking he feels like he has so much more movies to produce music to make artwork to make and and it's really inspiring it was wonderful yeah he said one of his quotes was um always be humble with your creativity and be grateful for your successes and i fully will be quoting him on that and as far as other wins go I watched his documentary that he produced called keep on keeping on about this another phenomenal jazz musician named Clark Terry who was a trumpet player and how the relationships of mentorship just through generations continue to circle in the jazz community and it's a beautiful documentary film it was it was um nominated for academy award and it's just excellent it's so good 
Nice. I'll have to watch it. That sounds yes. amazing. I'm a I huge fan like of um, his daughter, Nora Jones, uh, who I've seen perform and who is also amazing in her own right. But yeah, he's he's a legend for sure. I um, think that's amazing that he is still around inspiring people to that extent. And you know, especially now, we all, as we keep saying, need more inspiration and more reminders of how to traverse these kind of um, some uncertain, sometimes or challenging time. times yeah. and uncertain times. Yeah. And um, I, along those lines, I did, I haven't read the book yet. I think you have, but the Michelle Obama, her second book, I did watch an interview on KCRW um, where they uh, talked about the book and it just made me think about as, as I was grappling with this whole being stuck, um, the, the importance of community. And she talks about both professionally and personally, you know, the choices in as a person of what your vision of what you what you need, what you'd like your life to be like and how you have to really work really hard and fight for that. And she talked about, you know, everything from her family and marriage and her career to just the larger scope of community and always remembering, reminding herself that you're not supposed to be alone. You're not intended to be all by yourself. You need to, you know, draw people to you in all kinds of different ways to to collaborate because um, that is what humans like to do. We're, I guess, social animals, if you will. Um, <laughs> yes. and, and we thrive in that kind of environment. Most of us do. With the, you know, I guess there's some exceptions with the recluse artists who like to get away from everyone and hide out. But um, most of us do much better in our in communities. And, you know, on that note, one other thing that I had an epiphany after my brainstorming session with about our summer program is the importance of just mental health and stability right now and how many people and adolescents are really struggling with anxiety and depression and all kinds of other um, mental health issues. And one of the things that I want adding kind of to our program to customize it this year especially is the notion of using creativity and art to channel the anxiety and how to take things that are difficult and maybe transmute them into art and how powerful that is, how healing that is, and how it can also have some, you know, amazing results. So that is a portion of the puzzle that I'm kind of cultivating for, for this summer and bringing in some people who specialize in that. So I'm excited about that because it just seems very relevant and important um, at this time. Um, but did you read Michelle Obama's book? 
Yes, I did read it. The Light We Carry. I really, really found it a wonderful candle light in the dark. And I definitely add her advice and toolkit for dealing with challenging times to already pretty big toolkit that yes, I yes, yes. use on my own. Anyway. Right. She talked about it being almost like a manual, like a practical guide with, yes. where she gives a lot of very um, practical everyday things that you can do. So I'm looking forward to reading it for sure. I really um, am very, very receptive to her ideas and the way she speaks she's so very honest and so very personal and more so than you know you would expect yes she is very honest and authentic and it's really inspiring it is it's she's a trailblazer as as well you know and so so doesn't she have a podcast you were saying that oh yeah she started a podcast it's called i think it's called the light by Michelle Obama and I listened to a bit of the first episode last night I didn't finish it because it was pretty late but I will definitely go back she has all kinds of guests on there and right um, right yeah I'm excited to delve into her podcast some more yes well I just think it's it's awesome to know that I think it's nice to have a expand our community of, you know, like-minded and inspired individuals, no matter who they are. Um, And I definitely am a big fan of hers. So, Oh, yeah. And also, actually, along those lines, I was happy to see, I didn't notice, but I just saw yesterday that we have a little shout out in the California Institute of the Arts webzine called The Pool. So there's a little shout out for our podcast. In oh, there. nice. That's <laughs> so amazing. Yay. That. Well, yeah. hey, yay for us. Exactly. Yay for <laughs> us. Now all we got to do is talk to Michelle Obama. Get her on here as an interviewee. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure she would love it. It's definitely up her alley. And yeah. I think, um, you know, supporting women, especially women who are doing as many kind of diverse things in art and in nonprofit sector and in fighting against, you know, systemic racism, racism, like like Lupe last week. She was a wonderful interviewee and guest. Yes. I can't can't wait to see her new play. Yeah. Yeah. That's not till this summer, but we'll have her back on before that come opens. Um, So, yeah, so that's awesome. Um, I have a recipe, if you don't mind. Oh, good. Yes, there. please share. So with this kind of bizarre weather that we're having, um, I have really decided to kind of hone in on some really nurturing food and simple food. And I found this recipe and tried it out, and I just love it. I'm a huge mushroom lover, so you kind of have to love mushrooms for this uh, mushroom soup. But I have made—I liked it so much that I actually made it two times in a row. So I made a bunch, and then I had some mushrooms left over, and then I did it again because I just ate it several times a day. And it just felt so 
warm and that flavor of the mushrooms is so incredible. So you go and you get a variety of mushrooms. So everything from, you know, shiitake to maite to um, the... Yeah, like uh, just a, just a bunch of different kinds. I found mine in Sprouts. They had actually a basket of a bunch of different kinds of mushrooms. Yum. And um, so you just start by sauteing an onion, some carrots, some celery. And if you have like a turnip, that would be good in it and a radish as well. And you just saute it like you would you know, a starter for a soup. And then as it sautés for about five minutes, you add the mushrooms and sauté it some more. And then you add some white wine. Mm. And if you have some vegetable broth, you can add it. I actually just added some water and let it cook for a while, salt and pepper it. And then it asked, it said to add cream and I chose to substitute the cream with coconut um, milk, coconut cream milk, half milk, half cream. And then you just kind of stir that in, make sure that you've added enough salt and pepper because it kind of needs a lot of that. And I added Mm -hmm. a dash of some coconut aminos that sort of have that sort of soy sauce taste, but they're not soy based. And just let the soup cook. It doesn't take long, 10, 15 minutes. And um, it is just remarkable. I did add some herbs to it as well. I added some um, dill and some parsley and um, even a little bit of chopped basil. Um, And it was just very, very soothing. Did you blend it in the blender? I did not. So yes, you can blend it if you want to cream of mushroom soup, mm-hmm. but I actually ate it as I loved the chunkiness of all the different mushrooms in it. That and like, sounds delicious. It was really, it's really hearty and it's just very satisfying. So anyway, I'll send you the recipe so you can post it. Oh yeah, that sounds great. I would love to. Well, thanks for chatting and I hope you have a good week. You and, too. And we will talk next time. Dig it. Dig it. Bye. Bye.